0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Man, that's man, like, we were funny. We were funny. We were. We, 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 we were good. We were, remember when this podcast used to be good? I do. I do.
1: Hello everybody. Welcome to this episode of Shenantex. How are you doing today? Hopefully it's going
0: just swell. It's going pretty okay for me. I'm Cole. How's it going for you? Uh, it, it's good. It's good. I was going to tell you that it was cold here, but then I remembered you made fun of the fact that we talk about the weather. Hello, com. Um But I know we can't.
1: You know, I actually regret making that comment. You
0: should. You very because much should.
1: <laughs> it, it's a real easy go to. It, you know? it is.
0: It is. It's always a nice, good like segue between the big, important, heavy topics so yeah, I really messed up with that. Yeah, yeah, that you did.
1: Let's, well, this is what we do. We just delete the episode.
0: That's that is how you remove things from the internet and everyone's consciousness and Exactly. Wow. Everyone will forget. Oh, I like once that. you delete it. I like that. I like that. Huh, interesting. See, this is
1: it's a, trust me. I, I got this. I know what's going.
0: Perfect. on. Perfect. I can't wait. I cannot right. wait. Uh, speaking of the internet and deleting shit. Um. I'm still not on social media. Okay, so tell me about that. How's that going? It's actually going amazing. It's, it's okay. Cutting Twitter cold turkey is one of the best decisions I've made in like the probably the past five years. Wow. I I have it's I have no okay I have no desire to go back. The one thing that really that that I do miss is I feel like I know nothing about my friends that I primarily communicate with online. Um, okay. And that kind of sucks. Like to me, it feels like when you change jobs and don't keep in touch with the people you used to work with, even though you were like work friends with them. Um, Mm. it has that similar aspect to it. And I, that I really don't like, but other than that i i really love it um i like it's when i think back on it like it's just how much time i would spend being upset with the world because of what twitter is telling me um Mm. compared to now i get to read in doses that i want and this this actually goes back to what you and i talked about long time Mm. ago um with like reading physical newspapers. We talked about like time delayed mm. news, like, is like, how can you, instead of just trying to drink out of the fire hose, like maybe read news three days after it happens type uh-huh. of thing? And I've started reading The Economist on the weekends sometimes to try and keep up to date on current events a little bit. Um, okay. I've done that for like two weekends now. And watching um last week tonight with john oliver so it's like i'm like right now using those two to like get my news in and it feels like i can take in details about what's fucked up in this world but uh-huh. not hate every day because of it if that makes sense okay so it's well, progress i know right it's like it's like i feel like i'm a happier better person because of it um, and that makes me happy yeah i want you to be happy you know thank you skinky that's all I ever want thank you thank you um but yeah i've i've been I've been thinking about maybe cutting out Instagram so we'll see we'll see I is, don't... is
1: that a big player for you right now it Instagram? is that's
0: where that's the that's really the only outside of discord that's the only social media that I kind of consume anymore um
1: what about discord
0: yeah outside of discord outside of discord discord mm. discord discord to me actually works as like an rss reader kind of it's like it's like it's like a joyful type of way to get news about things so like i i um join the um the overwatch league teams discords i care about so i can get updates to their announcements channels and also Uh like video games right so like i'm part of like the minecraft discord server so that way whenever they push out a um beta release snapshot type thing i get Excuse me. I get um, updates on that, and okay, so it feels like I'm getting the news I actually want to hear about without having to be bogged down on other type of BS. Every once sure. in a while, I venture into a new Discord channel, and then I realize I hate a lot of like children on the internet, and then I have to like kind of go back to where I know it's safe. <laughs> Wait, what? With children? Go into the Minecraft Discord. And oh, no. everyone that's is reverse mistake. Everyone is 10 years old and they're all wrong and I hate everybody. Okay? Okay. Well, yeah, I You just... don't
1: go into a Minecraft Discord. I mean, that's just like asking for the FBI to
0: knock down your door. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> like, you, you don't do that. That's no. just wrong. Yeah, so but yeah, I think like, I don't know, Discord the, I, but yeah, Discord works and I think a nice thing about Discord is that like it, it feels kind of like a bubble. Obviously it's a bubble that you can create because you can join servers that your friends are part of and you can lurk uh-huh. and read things and stuff. Um, and it feels like a lot of the outside world, especially it's like when it's people I've met through Twitch, like so much of that doesn't, inv- is almost like an escape from the outside world. And so yeah. discord still kind of maintains that a little bit. Um, I will say though, that, the one thing that is on Discord that is that I still don't like and is still reminiscent of Twitter to me is that every video game re- releases shit and the developers hate people according to the consumers. Right. So it's like I feel well, like it's true, though. No, but it's not. And I feel like I can't enjoy video games when I have to listen to people on the Internet. So I, I try to like ignore that. I ignore everything that anybody ever says about a video game ever. So even me. Well, except for you. I I take everything you tell me very seriously. Well, Overwatch 2 is not going to work. God damn it. I really want it to, (laughs) Skaky. I really, 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 really want it to. (laughs) Oh, I do so So does Activision. (laughs) Oh, my God. I really do want it to work so bad. Oh, you're just... You're breaking my heart here. You're breaking my heart.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll let you dream.
0: Okay. I'll let you I'll let yeah, you dream. I mean, we've probably got five years before it comes out, so I can dream for five years and hope that amazing things are gonna happen. Um, sure. <laughs> or I'll be rushed out next year and we'll have a very quick answer to oh great. Oh yeah, well then we'll definitely know what's going oh, on. Oh goodness, yes. Um can I tell you what game I have been super addicted to in the past <clears> four what's days? That? Minecraft Earth. What's Minecraft Earth? Minecraft Earth is the Pokemon Go competitor Minecraft game.
1: Oh yeah, you know when did that come out?
0: The early access release in the United States launched on oh, Tuesday. See, that'll that that's why. Because yep. I
1: thought I thought I had heard about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it during E3? Yeah, I think Maybe? so.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, E3, and then I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool, mm-hmm. and then I just didn't hear anything else about it mm-hmm. for, forever.
0: Yeah yeah I will say what the weird thing to me about that is that what they showed on e three feels a lot like what we're getting right now, so it seems weird that oh. it went so long right like I granted, they probably had a lot of end stuff to do, but I don't know, I just it felt like I, I like when they said showed it in e three they like so much of this is like in flux, and who knows, and then I was like expecting a different game to kind of come out, uh-huh, but um. It's, it's. But they actually killed it. They did. They did okay. They so far, so far, it it does feel early access. E. Well, yeah. Okay. Not so much in the bugs. The first day there were terrible bugs, but that was probably because server issues. Um, but just like features, right? Like it feels like there's like a nice tip of the iceberg here that okay. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, nice. It does. It does two things. That I like it's it really ha- gives you like the incentive to walk and just click on things. So it's kind of like the clicker heroes cookie clicker type thing. Okay. Which is nice. But the thing I was excited but skeptical about has turned out to be phenomenal. Which is the augmented reality adventures that you do in parks. And so okay. What this is is that they show up in parks. So you know how like in Pokemon Go there's gyms. Yeah, they don't have that. Their analog to that is what is called adventures. And they really only show up in parks. And the reason why they do that is because what you do is you go there, you click on whatever the adventure is, and then using your phone's like AR capabilities, you like place it in an open area and then you like walk over it and explore it. Right. And so like I may place it down and it might be like, a hut with like a cow on it and then after i murder the cow and like tear down the hut if i start like digging through the grass like underneath it there's like a skeleton riding around in a minecart and a treasure chest and ores and stuff like that and like you kind of and like it's not like you can just like stand in one spot and look at it like it's uh-huh. like maybe i'd say like uh, like what like 20 foot by 20 foot area that you kind of have to like walk around to get like different angles on to kind of like get different ores. It feels like caving in Minecraft, but like in the real world. And I thought it was going to be very gimmicky and stuff like that, but it actually is like oddly immersive, like so much so that like screw VR. I would love to have like an a augmented like AR reality game To, like, play in the park with an AR headset. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that would be so incredibly cool. You know what a great idea would be that someone should do this? Like, AR... Like, combine, like, laser tag with, like, augmented reality glasses. Like, you could do some cool shit with that, I think. Um, Do you think it's there yet? I don't know if it'd be there yet. I don't know. Actually, I don't think it's there yet. I think we're really close, though. Because one... Technical difference between the Android version and the iOS version of Minecraft Earth is that in the iOS version, they can have AR where it will recognize other people. In the AR scene, that's also playing the game. So, for example, cool. like if you and I are standing next to each other and I look at you, where your phone is, it'll show you like having a um, like a pickaxe, like or whatever tool you have equipped, type of thing. What? Yeah, it's kind of it's really kind of crazy. Um, and like, it can recognize and like put people into scenes where I believe, and I'm not positive on this because I don't have an Android phone, um, and I haven't played with anyone that does. But I believe if you have an Android phone, that feature doesn't work um because it's like something that's built into the operating system with that's ios weird yeah and so that's where it's like i feel like we're kind of almost on the cusp of something of it being there yeah you know i mean like
1: uh-huh
0: yeah like I, I remember a long time ago like maybe like 2007 which is 12 years ago at this point um, oh god almost 13 years ago um like there was like like A zombie game, like, IRL game with, like, nerf guns that people would play on college campuses like Uh where like you would like have like a nerf gun and there'd be like a zombie horde that would be it's like you're literally playing tag as adults like on his on a college campus (laughs) yeah (laughs) like and so i feel like there's like there's possibilities of like kind of maybe doing something like that like at an ar level yeah i mean like go out into a city chicago park with like three or four friends and play a cod zombies Esque type of thing where like the horde is trying to ambush you while you're in this park. Like I don't know, you. I think there's a lot of cool stuff that you could do with it. Um, but uh, but yeah. So it's a. Uh, I'd recommend it. I it's I. That's cool. It, I mean, it it's is. a cool idea.
1: Yeah, I think Minecraft will work well on this, especially for for mobile and like mm-hmm. I feel like kids will eat
0: this up. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I. I hope so. I've loved Minecraft, and I kind of. I'm always rooting for it to survive and kind of grow, and I think that
1: it's still doing a good job at that. Yeah,
0: it is, and I think this can this can only help. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, but do you still play Pokemon Go or no?
0: Not I, not really. I kind of fell off. I'd say like two or three weeks ago. Um, and oh, I, two or three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was- you're expecting like no, no. i haven't played for a year i <laughs> haven't played for two or three years ago <laughs> yeah, no no i played it was i think it was back in january at pax south i started playing pokemon go again because of uh okay. jittery um and got deep 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 back in that for this year and then uh-huh. just kind of lost interest again at like yeah. a little bit ago but uh but and it's also hard when it gets colder out because there's I just don't want to.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you really want to no. walk around in the snow? Has it snowed by you yet? It
0: has a few times actually. I think she was. A times. few. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh Yeah. Speaking of the weather. I, you love the snow though. I do. I do. Have has it snowed by you guys? No, it hasn't snowed yet. It's flurried. Okay. Yeah. We've gotten We got flurries, but no sticking. I think we've gotten like five or six inches one day. Really? Last week on Monday, I think we got five inches of snow. Is that normal for you guys at this time? No. No, this is yeah, very early. Snow. Yeah, it also snowed on Halloween. Halloween was our first snow, I think, oh, and then it God. happened again on Monday. So
1: Yeah, because it rained over here on Halloween. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I a little dreary. Yeah. I guess we probably got like the same the same weather pattern coming through, but the temperature didn't. It was just
1: yeah, it was just warmer over here.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, I, I, ridiculous. I I do love the snow. I love winter. I love the snow. I love love all of that. Yeah, I I had a I had a realization this week. Okay, what's that? that part of the reason why I love winter.
1: Okay, that's that's a pretty big realization. Yeah,
0: part of it is the snow, but I think a second okay. part of it is that, like the gear of life changes into like a lower slower gear like there's less like because it's not warm and nice out there's less to do and because of that like it's more acceptable for me to kind of just hibernate inside and like play video Uh games or meet up with friends for like dinner because like that's the activity you tend to do more in the winter And Uh those are activities that I really enjoy doing. And because more people are doing that in the winter and it like occurs more like that, that also gives me joy. Right. And so like, I really like the summer, but I like it when it kind of shifts gears and my life changes in a different way. And then at the Uh end of winter, I might be like, all right, I'm kind of done living that lifestyle and I'm excited for like the spring, summer, more active, like activities are planned for every weekend and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, I I agree. Mm-hmm. I I you you see that little change, the the shifting shifting of the gears. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's call it. Yeah,
1: I, I'm a fan of it.
0: I'm fine with it. W- what's your favorite season again? Fall. Fall's. But a good we don't one. have fall anymore. That's true. It kind of goes straight from summer to winter. <laughs> I mean, it kind of just did that yeah. already. Yeah. I mean, how it snowed so, in October for us. So yeah. You know, like uh, I I like spring too. Spring's nice. You know. Yeah. I, I think spring is my least favorite by a long shot, Why? actually. I don't know. It doesn't really.
1: Also, we've had, we've whole, totally had a conversation about this before. I,
0: unless you can cite the episode number in the next two seconds. I doubt it. Um, Ooh, 98. Hold on a second. Rocks. Remember when I couldn't type? Man, those were good days. You know what? This is also a good
1: time since we're going on the website. To, uh, I don't know, look at some of the descriptions and the uh, show notes.
0: <laughs> See what's going on over there, I know. huh? I've been, I've been slacking. I've been slacking. I did... I d-
1: show notes coming soon. It's October 21st. I did the... Show notes coming soon, <laughs> October 7th. Show notes coming soon, September 23rd. Oh my god, you're right.
0: It was episode
1: 98. <laughs> <gasps> no, it wasn't. Holy shit. Nice. Now, you know, you're just massaging
0: my ego. You are... You are a very, very. I'm a smart genius. Man. I know. <laughs> I am a genius. I know. No, but read the read the show notes for episode 98. This is super meta, by the way. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see. Your eighteen hundreds profession, M. Cole, chief of staff. Eighteen hundreds. <laughs> oh, Skink, Skinky describes parentheses probably an episode of Twilight Zone. <laughs> Your name went back in time. The end of ending, Yeah, M. Cole's going to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> watch The Bachelor oh this is so great this is so ever so
1: quest great. sorry jittery
0: oh my gosh but yeah no that was stand
1: up comedy and burger ranking
0: good times good wait time.
1: what was you the chief of staff
0: I don't remember I might
1: actually I don't go don't back and listen is. to old episodes of shit I the 1800s professions I don't know
0: yes that, <laughs> I remember was, that, that. Was good, that was a good that was a good conversation that was a good conversation oh my <laughs> gosh man that's man a, we were funny we were funny we were we, we, we were, were good we were, remember when this podcast used to be good i do i do I do. that was a good time look yeah. at that ep- episode 97 it's about to snow in chicago holy shit you are one november twenty sixth, 2018 you were one ep- actually you might be right then because if we talked about it's about to show in episode 97 then episode 98 is probably when we talked about that we weren't allowed to talk about the weather was it that long ago i might have been <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was that
1: long ago. I think it
0: might be. With Skanky Date M Call, wow. episode 95. Oh, I got to listen to that <laughs> one. Oh my god, I just this is so good. This is so good. Man, do M Call install the shell. <laughs> you know the the other thing, I don't know if it's it's great or awful, but I don't think anybody loves shenanigans as much as you and I love shenanigans. I
1: know. <laughs> this is the one where we... Episode 91 is fun with Herbert Hoover. <laughs> we have a picture of Herbert Hoover. This is...
0: <laughs> Oh. And how bad he got demolished oh my in the God. election. No, but like but like the crazy thing is, like he got so demolished, but like the year the election before like absolutely like swept everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh.
1: Herbert over through the ages.
0: Oh. <laughs> i love that the the comment honestly just scroll the wikipedia page in real time with them you'll see all the images (laughs) oh my god oh
1: flavia flavia (sighs) wasn't that the person who um
0: uh wasn't that an email i think it was an email Yeah, yeah flavia yeah an email from Fly. Oh my gosh. You'd be thinking like we're on episode like 200 if we're doing like a reminiscing of geez. <laughs> I mean, so I know. Sad. Like we're now we're uh, you got me <laughs> so caught
1: sad. up in reminiscing and looking back. Now. I
0: know it's, it's it's the new reading of Wikipedia articles is looking through show notes, <laughs> seeing if we can I remember know. what it was that we talked about. So oh my gosh, oh skanky. Um, but no, but speaking of video games, um I sent you this. This video that I've been wanting to talk about. Let's see, when was I first marked down that I wanted to talk about this thing? October 4th, 2019 is when I, I, I made a note about it. Okay, um, I thought you were going to say it's like 2018. Yeah, or right. It's like way okay. back in the beginning of Shenantics. Um, there's this really cool video put out by some person named Rasputin um, titled, What Games Are Like for Someone Who Doesn't Play Games. Um, okay. And it's a really cool video there'll be a link in the show notes if the whenever I get around to posting them. Um, but uh it's this guy he has introduces his wife to video games and has her play through some of what he considers like the top video games in various different genres. so like okay. Skyrim, portal, um, and things like that and but doesn't tell her anything about it kind of lets her go in and learn and do things on her own. Like another one is like, okay. Um she, I think he also has her play like shovel night and stuff like that. And the kind of the, his thesis of it was that there's so much just knowledge that we have just from, playing video games our entire life and being involved in video game culture that Mm -hmm. isn't explained to you when you start playing a game and you just kind of know how to do, right? And so for someone that doesn't play games, it makes the getting into the game much more difficult type thing. And so like... Definitely. like And some of my favorite examples were um, in with... When she played Portal 2, she didn't understand that the mouse would move her field of view because all the game told her was you use, like, W to move forward. And so for the longest time, she was just kind of, like, using the WASD keys to try and position herself properly. And then she realized that, like, oh, the more I move the mouse, like, I can kind of just, like, look around the level, which makes it much easier to place the portals that you need to place. Um, Uh Uh-huh. And there was, like, another one about, like, um, have you ever seen that meme where it's, like, there's this, like, um, like, a cat or something and there's, like, a bright light on the cat and it's, like, this cat has a quest for me or something like that? I've probably seen it before, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Or there's uh, another one where there's like a brick wall, but like part of the wall is done in like a lighter colored brick. And it's like, if video games have taught me anything, there's treasure behind this like part of the wall. Oh, type yeah. Thing.
1: Okay. Okay. Like things
0: yeah. like that, right? Like there's cues that we just know from playing video games that that is something, right? Like, and like new people playing it don't really kind of understand that and sure i know it was just kind of an interesting thing to like see what stumbling blocks she hit compared to if i were to sit down and make a list of like why would a video game be difficult uh i wouldn't wouldn't necessarily come up with that a a great example also is um like in mario it's very rarely told that you can jump on the heads of the goombas to kill them and if you don't know that like you just try to dodge them yeah all. you just try and dodge them all which now makes the game like infinitely more difficult yeah you know i mean um but like i've just known my entire life that that's how you play mario and i don't know how i knew that that was the case other than someone telling me that you know what i mean uh, well, i
1: mean you probably find out trial and error trial and error eventually probably. yeah like i fall, jump I fall on into one
0: on accident so yeah
1: like i'm sure you'd find something like that eventually yeah
0: yeah I, don't know. I is there any like mechanics in video games that you can think of that you think would be difficult for like new um, newbies coming into it
1: huh, good question I think getting used to w a s d mm. is something that will will take a while mm-hmm. like at least on a keyboard mm-hmm.
0: you know mm-hmm. but yeah making that switch from keyboard to
1: console or console to keyboard is is a big jump i think
0: yeah, but it's almost harder for me to go back like now that I've played keyboard I am I can't play overwatch on a, on a controller. I have such a hard time doing that.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think I, I wouldn't even know what to do because I never even played it on.
0: Yeah. Console before. But it's one of those things where like your brain knows, like this is how I play soldier. And then like your hands are like, we don't know how to play soldier. <laughs> like it's how like, does one aim? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do I press for my special? Yeah. Like it's uh that's interesting.
0: Uh huh if you were to introduce someone that has never played a video game before would you introduce them with a controller input method or a mouse and keyboard input method
1: i think it's best to go right to the mouse and keyboard at this point mm-hmm. hmm. I, I i think i think it's a good precedent to set you know yeah we don't we because like we don't, even me sorry what's that like I I started on a mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um and then I jumped onto a console and got really into that. Mm-hmm. But like I still somewhat kept all of my ability in some sense of mouse and keyboard, so it was easier to go back yeah. after the fact.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I think so too. And I also think that people most people use Mouse and keyboard for work. I, everybody uses mouse and keyboard for work. What do I mean, most people? Everybody uses a mouse and keyboard for work. So, like, they're already familiar with the input devices themselves. Unless you're a construction worker. That, that is true. But even though I feel like, I feel like, don't they have to answer email? Unless you're a
1: worker for a construction worker <laughs> in a private company who shows up to
0: work and just does the job. God, that might actually be the best job in the world. Do you think so? There I there is something very appealing to me <laughs> about not being on a computer all day. No, about not like doing mundane tasks. Like, okay. like I feel like I would maybe love a job where I just like screwed a cap onto something for like 8 hours a day and then went home.
1: Wait. Okay, hold on, I'm confused. Be- wait. So you don't, want to, you don't want to do mundane tasks, or you do want to do I mundane do. tasks? I do. Okay, you want
0: to do mundane like, tasks, I want, but not on the computer. I want to be maybe even on a computer. If that mundane task is like, click a button every 10 seconds. Okay. Right? Like, I want to be the worker for a construction worker where I show up, and they, like, nail in those three nails. Don't figure out where they have to go. Like, I'm telling you, this goes right here. Just hit the hammer against the nail, and then you're good to go.
1: See, I don't think that job exists.
0: I... <laughs> <laughs> well, because Let it's me been, tell been you could be. a Ready?
1: robot this, this is what you can do. Yeah. You could be one of those window cleaner guys mm-hmm. who goes on the skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could clean the windows. That's pretty, I mean, you get some action. Yeah. You're high up. Yeah. But you're also kind of doing the same task, get to see your work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, I... Or you can be
1: a mailman. Okay. Ooh, mailman. You know, little same thing. A mail but carrier mail. would be a
0: good. A postal worker would be a would actually be a... a
1: postal worker. I feel like is a cool job.
0: I do too. You get to walk,
1: right? Yeah. You get to wear a pretty sick uniform. Yeah, yeah. You can listen to music while you're walking along. You know.
0: Yeah. It's um, like
1: GT. All the other mailmen mail poster postal workers mess up the mail anyway so if you mess up the mail it's no big deal you
0: know yeah no okay yeah yeah i just i don't those i think it's like in this like age of like endless information and decisions not having to do that feels appealing mm. i think no
1: i agree with that
0: like, my dread I, of, I like, agree. working tomorrow is that, like, I'm going to have to, like, do some type of thought to solve a problem. And it's, like, uh-huh. there's times when that's exciting, but, like, if that's all you do all the time, like, I don't know, sometimes I just want to, like, click a button and be okay. Uh-huh. No? Just me?
1: Yeah, no, no I, I get that. Yeah? I think maybe... Give a ten year scapegoat, you'll be in the same boat. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. I agree with you. Oh, there we go. Perfect. I uh, See, I think the 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 thing is though, when you end up getting into those other jobs mm-hmm. where you're doing like, like doing those kind of mundane tasks, mm-hmm. maybe in some sense, then you start thinking like, man, what am I actually doing? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then you're gravitating back towards maybe what you were doing before because. You're solving a problem and it makes you feel like you're you're accomplishing something. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. But then all you're doing all day is solving mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes like, man, I really wish I didn't have to solve problems all day. Yeah. So it's this uh I don't I don't know if there's something that is an in the middle of the road kind of job <laughs> that you can have, right. you know, that's like perfect.
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh. Both ways. Um, unless maybe you I don't know. I don't know either. It'd be nice to have a job that had both tasks. You know what I mean, where it's like mm. you have like the mundane tasks where you don't have to think. Like it'd be nice to have like like Monday or Tuesday I have to do like deep like thought experiments thinking out things and fixing problems but then like uh-huh. wednesday thursday i just get a stuff envelopes with something and mail it out Yeah, you know i mean uh-huh the problem yeah the, yeah the problem with that that i ran like early in my career i feel like i kind of had a little bit of that but the hard thing with that is that it felt like there was always more of the first type of work and whenever i was doing the mundane work i was anxious because i needed to get the first type of work done Right. And, it's oh, like, yeah. and so like then that didn't work out. Right. It's almost like I almost need like a distinct split where it's like, OK, here only Monday and Tuesday. Can you ever do this Thursday? Also, I'm giving myself Wednesday off. And then Thursday, Friday, you like do the mundane task. Like, I don't know.
1: Oh. Farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Be a farmer.
0: I would yeah, wake up really early, though. Rock as a farmer, I think. You'd rock as a farmer, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My family has like has like a, a history of farming in our in our lineage. Really? Yeah, yeah. My grandpa was was a was a farmer and a lot of my aunts and uncles are farmers too. I gotta In Illinois? Yeah. In Illinois. Really? Yeah. What do they, what do they grow? <laughs> the very exciting corn and soybeans. But also the corn night. The corn Which is what America runs on, no, baby. Because the corn the corn that they grow isn't even Edible by humans, it's all feed corn, it's so it only it only uh, corn goes, meal. It only feed. it only goes to like the animals to make them fat, so then the humans can eat the animals. So
1: oh, I get yeah.
0: it. Yeah. yeah, that kind of feed corn, not like feed to human corn. <laughs> okay, I mean, still, still, still important. Yeah, no, no, it truly, and soy, it, is it truly is. soy is it huge. soy is huge. It is. Yeah, oh god, soy, and it's only getting bigger. Um, I mean, corn's huge too. Like with the just high fructose corn, that corn syrup, syrup crap yeah they put in everything even in our water now yeah, yeah huh huh but yeah so uh yeah mundane mundane jobs man mundane jobs or yeah. maybe we should go to for a four-day work week and then you could I'm just a big fan of that. you could just do nothing or mundane stuff on friday and kind of just decompress from your like always-on-thinking type job that you had to do before. You know, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. I think we should do that. Right. right. Don't they
1: do that in places?
0: Uh, they do. Where was... Where's the big place that they...
1: It's probably like Denmark or something, Yeah, right? somewhere
0: like there. And then um, I there was... I saw a news article in The Economist, I think it was like last weekend, um, about Microsoft in Japan did a... Like, tried this out with like their employees in Japan where they gave them a four day work week and like productivity like doubled or something like that. or was like up 40% and like all this other like benefits that they saw from it. And so it was like, there was like evidence through that that was leaning towards doing it. Someone made a great joke. That's like, Hmm, if it doubles, you take one day off. Like you could like quadruple or more if you just take like five days off a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a great idea. Like if we, we just never work it's just exponentially gross how do
1: you feel about working from home
0: oh my god i work from home all the time now
1: yeah do you feel like you're you're like you actually get stuff done
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah? absolutely Um
1: do you ever fear that
0: you're mixing your home and work i do too much i, with that? I do a little bit because i could see like where it's like you associate the environment with the stresses from work. And so then it's like, when can you ever decompress if you're always in the same environment? Right. It's it's hard yeah. to leave work at work when work is your work is there. You're yeah. right there. Like where you live. Um, yeah. I could see that. But also it's like, it's really nice to be able to like cook yourself lunch and like, Oh, and not
1: worry. Yeah, that's it that is nice. I like, can
0: just like do it. Um talking about like the thinking Sponsored by Nike. Yeah. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome Nike, new sponsor this week on Shenantics. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh the uh, no, but my bigger the the biggest payoff for me that I've realized with that is um the how much more relaxed I am when I don't have to deal with drama at the office or like interpersonal stuff with being in an office, like overhearing drama or like someone Uh. dropping it. Like once, like, like the, my pro, like when, like I totally get when people like, if you don't work from home regularly and all of a sudden you randomly get like a Friday to work from home, like, yeah, you're not going to have the most productive day because you're something new. And then you're also going to be like, Oh, I'm at home. This is where I do chores. But like, When you do it enough, like I've gotten into enough of a groove where and I have to get my work done. Right. It's not like I can take five days during the week that I'm working from home, just get nothing done because then I'll be fired. Um, Yeah. And so I've gotten really good at like having to get work done. But um, once you kind of like get into that groove, you realize that you get so much more done when people can't just like steal your attention away by like walking into an office or mm-hmm. you have a terrible shitty day because someone else was in a terrible awful mood and that kind of just bled over into you you know what i mean or like you hear someone down the hall or if you're in an open workspace, is like having a super anxious thing because something's going terribly wrong and all of a sudden you're taking that on just from being so like in close proximity like There's just so much that's like changed with not having to deal with that that I absolutely, absolutely love. So,
1: I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind the working from home. Yeah, I think it's nice. How often do you get to work from home? Um, kind of whenever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I work on home on Fridays. Yeah,
0: that's a great day to work from home if you get the option
1: yeah friday work from home days are are fantastic
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: um like it's i do worry about the the mixture Mm -hmm. because like although i uh, even though i go to an office and i try i feel like i still struggle with this so even when it is at at home like i'm working from home it's like even worse i think Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's a tough business, you know. It's a tough business. It is. It is working. You know that whole working thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, if only we can just like not have to work and have robots wait on us head and foot. One day. One day. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> the entire economy would be different. That is very true. I was uh I was so. thinking about that um on Thursday night actually, because I was walking through the Loop in Chicago and. I noticed a lot of the lunch restaurants there have moved to kiosk ordering. So, like, uh-huh. you walk in the door, punch it in on the kiosk, and then, like, just wait, and they give you your food. Um, and, like, it was just kind of interesting the more we're moving to, like, the self-service model, right? Like, order for yourself, like, instead of communicating that to another human who does the same type of job. Um, So for whatever reason, that got me thinking what I would absolutely love is if they like next time they start tearing up the streets in Chicago, if they installed a layer below the street with like conveyor belt robots for delivery that to me would be amazing because like the idea of there's so many people that order groceries through instacart now right well like Uh why does it make sense that like someone has to drive that over to you right like they pick the produce and all that kind of stuff and drive it over to you and drop the bags off like if the cities were built on this like design of having like conveyor belt robots underneath the streets like you would reduce a lot of the traffic you could hopefully reduce a lot of the pollution and like streamline and make the entire system much more efficient and it scales through residential deliveries for like groceries and amazon up through commercial deliveries like like beer and liquor delivery to bars and restaurants, right? Like if it could just be uh-huh. like sent down the conveyor belt and then just loads up in their cellar, and like you open up a door and it's like, oh shit, look, our alcohol delivery is here. And instead of having to have like the Budweiser truck double parked in a bike lane, that makes it more dangerous for all of us. Like <laughs>
1: <they're> <laughs> that is the crux of the issue. That's
0: what you are angry about, the, and you're letting it show. It's true. It's true. It's true. But um, but no, I think that would be I would. I would freaking love that. I would love that. I don't want to take jobs away from anyone. That's not what I'm saying. But man, would I freaking love like this nice, efficient conveyor belt system. See, that's the problem, though. Mm-hmm.
1: You say you don't want to take away jobs from people, but this is also like, hey, I would love this.
0: I would love to take so away your jobs. So that's the problem. It's not you. It's me, is what I'm saying, is what the problem is. The problem is not you. It's me. <laughs> you do a great job, is, your it, job but I... is it, though? But Is it? Maybe. <laughs> Is it? Oh do skaky. It's tough. It's tough. It's a stressful. It's it's, stress. it's yeah, stressful. Yeah, it is. It is. It is.
1: Very I don't tough. think the the robot takeover is going to happen. Although it kind of already has happened in some ways, I don't think it's going to happen as quickly as people think it will. Why is that? I think that there is this thought process already that th- these people are going to need jobs. -hmm. And I just think it's not going to happen. Like, I I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have like auto driving tractor trailers Mm -hmm. as quickly as we think we're going to have them. All right. I have no evidence to back it up whatsoever. Yeah. I I just feel this way. (laughs) (laughs) And feelings are important to share.
0: That is true. That is true. (laughs) Here's. Here is one reason why I think I disagree with you a little bit is okay. it's it's hard to it's hard to know how far along the technology is, right? Like a lot of it just depends on will is the technology going to be good enough to do this? You know what I mean? And I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that is necessarily your argument, but there's a second like I don't even, it's not even really political. It's more like, like, like personal, like people rely on the old system type of thing. You know, uh-huh. like there's an argument to be made that like people's, people's income relies on the old system. So they're going to fight very hard to keep the old system. You know what I mean? Uh huh. If that makes sense. Um, but I think the hard thing with that second one. So it's one of two things, right? Either the technology isn't going to be there anytime soon or the technology is going to be there and we're just going to resist it because that's what humans do. Humans don't like to change. Um, uh-huh. if it's the second one, I think that it's going to we're going to see it much much we're going to see it very soon compared to later because what you're going to have and let's just use let's use Uber and Lyft as the example, right? What you're going to have is you're going to have some town. Let's use San Antonio for example, because they have a con- like big convention presence. You're going to have some town like San Antonio that's going to realize that, hey, we can market our town as being like the first one that like allowed a completely self-driving taxi person transportation system, right? And they're going to adopt it. And if it works out very well, then that's going to proliferate, proliferate faster. And because you have towns competing to try and like be the first or be the best at doing stuff or like set themselves apart from other towns and cities, like Uh they're going to adopt technology like this faster, which will get us closer to the robot revolution. If it, however, is that the technology isn't anywhere near being like capable of doing this yet, then yeah, we're gonna be waiting forever. But I think it's see, I
1: mean you look at just flying cars, okay? (laughs) Yes. It's taking a while, all right? Yeah. No one's gonna be adopting this just yet. It's taking it's it's hard for
0: these companies to adopt electric cars and compete with Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well and that's (laughs) so that's the one that I think is the second the second part of the problem, right? Like it's like the technology gets somewhere, but it's people rely on the old system so they don't want to change. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, there's so much vested interests in all throughout the, the chain, right? Like, between, like, car makers that don't want to adapt, um, oil companies, but even, like, mom-and-pop franchise owners of gas stations, right? Like, uh-huh. like, there's, like, so many people that they don't want to change on this that even if the technology gets there, they don't want to move over to that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. Yeah. I th- I think it's right around the corner. I do. All
1: right. Well, I guess we'll see. We will. We will. Talk about things that are right around the corner, though. Mm-hmm. Did you see this stupid Razer phone thing?
0: No, I did not. What is it?
1: All right. So, they're re-releasing the Razer phone. Like the flip guy? Yeah. From, like, 2000? And they, have, and they have some, like, touchscreen thing on it. Really? And guess how much they're charging for it.
0: Uh, three hundred more, five hundred more, nine hundred more. No way! Shut up! More. It can't be more than a thousand more. Twelve hundred more. Fuck off! Like the 11, iPhone eleven Pro costs like twelve thousand dollars. Bullshit! Hold on. Where is I? I'm I'm checking my price points right now on the iPhone eleven Pro. <laughs> Because, okay, buy. I'm gonna buy myself a new phone again this year. Is it more than sixteen hundred? No. Okay. How much is it? Fifteen. Holy shit! Holy shit! The iPhone 11 Pro Max is a starts at eleven hundred dollars for sixty four gigabytes. the The most so, expensive one is fourteen hundred forty nine for a 512 gigabyte iPhone 11 Pro. So what this is doing is, this is using almost
1: the same technology that that Samsung Fold used. <laughs> Did you see that phone? <laughs> Which was
0: a uh, huge, oh, got
1: awful. yeah, like it kept yeah. breaking. So they're using similar technology so that with a flip,
0: it flips open into a full screen. Ooh, I kind of like that. God damn it. Can you edit that out real quick?
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's going to be the intro. No, so so actually, when it's compared to the prices of the other phones that, like, have this foldable screen technology, it's actually the cheapest option out of all of them.
0: Interesting.
1: Plus, they're working on the nostalgia thing, which, oh, God. At this point, we're going to be nostalgia over nostalgia. I'm like... (laughs)
0: Right. This is so much now. That is that is true. That is true. The uh huh? I can't. Where, why can't I not find anything? How about this?
1: So you have to look up Motorola Razor, R A Z R.
0: Found it. Foldable smartphone. Wow. Wow. I hate how much I like this.
1: This is bad. This I shouldn't have showed should
0: you. You should not have showed me this. But also that hinge, like that folding hinge, looks so ugly and not like it's gonna work well. Huh. What do you think about this device?
1: I think it's dumb.
0: I like how I think it's small completely small it unnecessary.
1: I think <laughs> I think the whole folding screen thing yeah. is stupid. I agree with you on that one. And it's not gonna catch on. This is like some thing that's gonna end up being in like one of those museums that shows so technology true. that no one adopted, like like one inch floppy discs or some
0: shit. It's so true. Actually so like, you know what that reminds me of? It's like what? like literally on point with this. I don't know if you remember. I think it was two 2000- thousand Eight, maybe maybe 2007 I'm pretty sure 2008 do you remember when Blackberry because they could not compete with the iPhone when they released a smartphone that you actually clicked the touch screen
1: Wait, yeah, that was uh, that was their last phone they came was out. Was it? I right? might have been. That was like their that was like their last hurrah yeah. in trying. Yeah, that. because
0: they were like it was like it was like right after the iPhone came out, they can't compete with it. They made fun of the iPhone, saying that no one wants to just tap on a screen because that's not gonna yeah, work. yeah. And so like we got it better. We're gonna have it so we have a digital screen, but you click in on the screen on the things and yeah, yeah. That never caught on, and I believe that foldable screens are going to be like that. And so I agree with you. It's on that.
1: not, it's not going to work. No, I agree. It's not going to work
0: because I can't, I can't like, I, cause the more I think about the razor phone, like I can't really think about what, what benefit it really brings to the table, right? Like you can't make, you can't make phones thinner by having them be able to fold because you still have to have the same overall volume of a device. And if anything, you have to put more in because you have to put the hinge in. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like when they stopped making batteries removable, Part of that really sucked, but part of the benefit of that is that by taking out the hardware that made batteries removable, you could put battery in that space, right? So, you could make the batteries bigger or fill it with other hardware. Um, Yeah. So, whoops, sorry. Um, $1,500 fucking dollars for this thing? Yeah, it's really expensive. That is insane. That is insane. Does Google still own Motorola? No. no, did they? does it their own? Company?
1: I also don't think Motorola is officially. Well, they might, but Motorola isn't
0: releasing this. Wait, I think somebody else is. Uh, re- it's almost like that Palm. Lenovo. it's that Palm again. Remember that Palm device that came out that wasn't made by Palm?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I forgot about that. that. I
0: almost bought.
1: <laughs> I shouldn't have showed you this. Yeah, I think Lenovo is releasing this.
0: Oh wow, interesting.
1: Lenovo teases Motorola Razor comeback
0: wow maybe they own them wow lenovo parent company lenovo, lenovo bought the ibm thinkpad brand too back in the day oh well there you go oh.
1: that was big that was big
0: oh damn interesting man motorola that's a chicago company right there there you go bad, they couldn't keep up chicago. chicago that's how we got a chicago. that's how we got like a mini google headquarters here <laughs> Oh. Because when Google bought the the consumer device part of Motorola, then ah. they had Motorola Mobility, which was a Google subsidiary that was based in Chicago still because that's where the team was located. Then they moved to downtown Chicago and then they got rid of the mobile Motorola subsidiary and kind of sold it off or spun off to its own thing, and we still have a Google place here, so oh yeah. cool yeah. well more you know the more <laughs> I learned so much. I yeah, know one last thing I need to say real quick before we kind of wrap okay. up this bad boys, this, this good old shenanigans. Um, we're going to talk about one last YouTube video because I felt like this was so incredibly relevant to you. Um, okay. this is really cool video by scientific American about a researcher who developed an algorithm that removes like water and the water distortion from under water photography oh that's cool it is so incredibly cool i'm gonna watch i sent you i think you're absolutely gonna love it and one thing that's really interesting to me about it is uh, just a real quick kind of summarize like what what she does does for her algorithm is like she sets up like let's say she's taking an underwater picture of like A coral reef she'll set up like one of those color cards like at the bottom of it and then takes a whole bunch of photos from like all around the subject of her photo so that way the algorithm can process in the data from all the different areas. So it can kind of take out how the light refracts when it hits the water and like take out uh-huh. like the blue or greenish hues of it and some of the fuzziness of it and stuff like that. And kind of reveals like what this would look like if you were able to remove the water from the scene. And wow, it is, it is really stunning and really, really cool. I'm going to watch the shit. Out yeah. Of and I thought that you would absolutely love it. Um, and one thing that it kind of reminds me of is that like with let's just use these two because they're very prominent and made by the iOS developer or the OS developers is like the iPhone or the Google uh, pixel is how much, how much of the photograph that we get is not because of the like, the glass anymore right it's not it's like like the glass and the sensor do a lot of work but our phones do so much processing on the other side to get the images that we see right and so it's kind of like it's so different from what photography has been in the past um oh yeah and it's like it's like what ansel adams used to do with like like you know having to actually like burn black and white images to like get the details out of highlights and stuff like that compared to like what Mm -hmm. we have now is like so different and so much more complicated, but yeah, a cool flip side of that. Like I would say, if you want to be a purist is that I feel like more now we're getting photos that resemble what people are seeing without them having to do the work on the other side to try and recreate that. Right. And so it's like, it's it's yeah, it's kind of cool to get the computer processing to get photos that people are that they believe look better and probably in a sense of subjective in that sense do look better to them. And when watching this with this algorithm about removing water, like it's kind of cool to see where we're going with photography and image processing uh, down the road. yeah, and,
1: definitely. so that, that's cool. yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I can't wait
0: yeah so it should be it should be good should be good um real quick food finish skanky i don't remember do you like sushi yeah i love sushi. oh my gosh i just started liking sushi really talking about old episodes of shenanigans like i sushi used to be one of those foods that i because gabala doesn't like sushi right she just not. Yeah, know. That, I it's just like fish in general. Yeah, I didn't either. I really did not. And so me and her always had that in common. But I spent like the last three or four years slowly trying to like acquaint myself with the taste of fish and sushi. And okay, I am there now because there are times that I now crave sushi.
1: Wow.
0: And by that I mean I crave the rice absorbing the soy sauce and being delivered to my mouth part of sushi oh, no no i okay i, I I'm, I'm now tolerating and starting to enjoy more of the fish taste of it but um i think the thing that got me over that bridging of the gap was the sodium filled soy sauce that i got to dip the sushi uh, into
1: yeah yeah well it helps <laughs> it a lot does. masks some of the flavors that you may not yeah
0: like. yeah so that that did help but i do think that my palate has changed in that aspect which is nice so that's good yeah that makes me happy. Well, yeah. So we'll have to grab some sushi when you're in Chicago. Absolutely. It'll be great. We'll grab a bottle of wine. We'll have a nice little date night oh a date and that is <laughs> so soon <laughs> so soon that's been another episode shenantics new no episodes go live bright and early monday morning just in time for your workday, school day chores commute whatever you do we are there to hang out with you you can find podcast episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts including the itunes store the google play store spotify our website at shenantics pocketcast, overcast castro all the casta 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 and uh oh shit i <laughs> just fucked me up um uh, <laughs> if you have any comments or questions you can send skinky a tweet at twitter.com slash pod or an email at at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion we have a discord server send head over to discord.shenanigans.rocks oh we did not talk about disney plus this week Eh, we'll save that
1: next time next time, next time I, we got we,
0: it it's fine. that way we'll get it we'll give it some time to mature like a fine wine or fine sushi exactly that'll be, it'll be exactly it'll be perfect um but yeah so speaking of the discord if you want to talk about disney plus you can head over there and then kevin will repurpose that into our script for two weeks from now so we know what to tell you so that you agree with us um perfect But yeah skinky where can they find you on the internet you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, skxnky,
1: and on Twitter at iskanky, i-S-K-N-K-Y, And M Cole, what's your Instagram?
0: Uh, <laughs> M Cole underscore M C L with the underscore symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Great talking to you this week, Skanky. I'll talk to you next time. YouTube. But I'll talk to you in, uh, well, later, bye. Yeah,
1: bye.